This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Yesterday, our lead story was about Doug Ford and his comments to a group of developers about allowing development on the Greenbelt. Remember, he was caught on cell phone video telling a group of them privately that he would allow them to build on those lands. We had a staunch defender of his on who said that was actually a smart thing to say, given the affordability crisis in the housing market. But a few hours later, Doug took it all back, saying he wouldn't touch the green belt because, he said, he had consulted with the people and the people like the green belt. Okay, so how you see this episode probably breaks down along partisan lines. Is it a good thing? that he was caught with a bad idea and backed off of it very quickly? Or does it mean we can't trust him? He makes himself out to be the champion of the little guy. I say that in quotes, but makes backroom promises to rich developers. How do you see it? 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. Right now, let's go to Gabe DeRoche, who is with Hill and Knowlton Strategies. Hi, Gabe. Hi, Libby. Thanks for having me on. You're very welcome. So is this something uh, that is going to stick with people? Yesterday, my question was, uh, was this Doug Ford's first big mistake? Um, what do you think? Well, I, I don't know if it's the first big mistake, but I do, I do think it was a, it was a big mistake. Uh, and the reason is because at the core of Doug Ford's brand is this idea that he's, you know, he's, he's standing up for, as, as he says, as, as you quoted, standing up for the, the little guy, the fact that um, he's saying, you know, he's saying one thing to a, a group of uh, elite, uh, so-called elite developers, um, when, uh, when the camera's not on him, although in this case there, there was a camera, uh, and then he's saying something else, uh, some, something else to the people. I think that, that really goes to the core of his brand, and that's dangerous. Um, yeah. On the other hand, you know, um, often uh, people get very upset when uh, politicians change their tune. However, um, if uh, you you see something is a, a dumb idea, which uh, <laughs> I would say that was a dumb idea, uh, yeah. and and you uh, reverse yourself, isn't that a good thing? It, well, it certainly is a good thing, and I think anyone who uh, who shares shares that opinion that this, uh, this is a bad idea, is, is, is really happy that, uh, that Doug Ford uh, changed, changed his tune. Um, the, I think the, the, in the short run, that's a, that's a good thing. And yes, you, you want politicians to be able to, uh, to change their mind. But you've got to look at this and think, you know, this is something that should have never happened in the first place. One, conversations with you know, in, in, in secret rooms and then uh, public comments elsewhere. Um, it's, uh, it really goes to the core of, uh, I think, what, uh, of, of who Doug Ford has, has put himself out there to be. 
So um, that's why maybe in this case that uh, that change would have more of a more of an impact than uh, any other politician changing their mind on an issue like this. Okay, I'm, I'm uh, looking at the very unscientific poll that's lining up on my screen of our callers, okay. and uh, I, it looks like Doug Ford supporters aren't going to be uh, very put off by this for uh, whatever reason. Um, will it take more missteps you think uh you know that go to the brand before this kind of sinks in or will it affect maybe undecided or on the fence or soft supporters i i think it will and i think that uh you know doug, doug ford is a is a bit of a, an unpredictable guy that's uh that's part of i guess the, his appeal to some to some people he's not a he's not kind of a typical politician um, this this move is the kind of thing a, a typical politician would do. So um, so it, it could be that there's there's more uh, more like this coming. Um, but especially for those undecided voters, and let's be clear, the Green Belt and, the, and that sort of 905 Greater Toronto area that is a core politically very important area for. Uh, for the Conservatives, for the Liberals, and for the NDP. That is where this election is being fought. So to have an issue like this that is going to put off undecided voters in those areas around the Greenbelt, uh, that's, uh, that's a perilous situation to be in if you're, if you're the Conservative Party looking at your chances. Uh, yeah, the other criticism that I heard of it said, well, gee, you know, he may have backed off it, but it shows that he's they're kind of making it up uh, as they go along, and that's not really the best way to make policy. Yeah, well, I mean, I think you 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 can look at uh, a lot of uh, a lot of things that uh, Doug Ford has has said that are kind of off the cuff that they've had to walk back. Um, you know, some comments to. The people in the media. There was one. There was a comment about um, about racism and how he's the you know the least the least racist politician there there's ever there's ever been except for except for his brother Rob, of course. There are these kinds of um, I don't know. Is it foot and mouth disease? Is that the 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 term? These kind of things that politicians say that yeah that they have to walk back and uh, and it's it's a good thing that they walk them back. Don't don't get me wrong. But it uh, it does raise uh, it raises some concerns, I think, for voters. Okay, uh, let's take a couple of calls. We've got David in Toronto. Hello, David. Hello. How are you? Fine. How are you? I'm doing well. Go ahead. You're well, on the air. Uh, well, I would just say, you know, just look at the alternative that he doesn't walk it back. You know, he said something stupid. Maybe he was briefed by somebody who said, you know, suck up to these guys. They're big developers. You know, but then he realized bad move and backed off. The alternative to that is to double down and stick with it, which is what the Liberals tried to do with, uh, you know, the Hydro One uh, CEO is like, well, that's what people are making and we, we don't have the power to do it. Better to have somebody that just backs off a stupid decision. And it was stupid. Yeah, he may not be the brightest guy, but he recognized it. Okay, David, thanks for that. Okay, we've got uh, Gary in Belgrave. Hello, Gary. How are you today, my dear? Fine. How are you? Looks like you got a heated little thing going on here. Okay. Well, we I do be every short day. With you, I won't be long. Anyway, I believe you did the right thing. Okay, as much of your callers don't believe that, but at least he was honest. McGinty and the rest of them—they weren't honest. Okay, but this guy was honest. He come out, said, you know, here it is. I listen to the people. 
how many politicians listen to the people. Well, well, uh, I do question whether he managed to listen uh, to the people in the uh, in the time between this kind of made headlines and he backed off. I think well, uh, maybe he phoned. listened to smart advisors. Yeah, but he would have phoned. They would have phoned. They'd have been on his backside in an hour after come out. Um, okay, well... Um, yeah, they do, would have phoned. There do, would have been a, a telephone, I'm guaranteed. And do, do you think that it, it goes to his brand that he was making a promise to a group of rich developers in a private meeting? Well, I think they don't have a whole lot of choice right now, you know? I don't think your voters have a whole lot of choice out there, and I, I'm, I'm sure he listened to his consultants. I'm th- sure he did that, you know, but I'm sure he likely got some flack over this long before it hit the headlines. Um, uh, okay. Um, uh, anything else? Uh, so it, it has no impact on your view of him? No, not really, and I don't think, like I said, I don't think the people have a, a, a decision here to make, you know. Uh, I, I think... Uh, that the NDP are going to split a lot of votes. I believe that. And uh, we could end up with, uh, you know, not a full government, half and half, you know. A minority government. Yeah, a minority government. And oh. that's not so bad either. Okay. Gary. You know, our, our health plan was brought in with a minority government, you know. So, hey, might not be a bad thing. Okay. Gary and Belgrave, thanks for that. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, and so, uh, Gabe, um, uh, you know, what's your bottom line on this? Well, it's interesting to me that the caller, the last caller, brought up the, the issue of honesty. And uh, absolutely right. It's a good thing that uh, Doug Ford came around on, uh, on this issue and that he, he changed his position because his, his promise was, uh, was wrong. But... Uh, but it may start to raise some concerns among voters who are already not sure about this, you know, about Doug Ford, whether he's, whether he's, he can be trusted with the, with the, with the province, since he's a little bit, a little bit volatile. Um, so they may start to question, is, are there other things that uh, maybe he's not, uh, he's not coming clean about? That's, I think that's the real, the real risk with this whole episode. It ended up landing in a good place. They're not going to, it's not going to open up a big chunk of the of the of the green belt. That's a good thing, but uh, but at the end of the day, it may start to raise uh, raise some questions among voters where there wasn't uh, there wasn't weren't those kind of questions before. It was interesting, you know. One of our guests yesterday basically said, and and it was a, a conservative, basically said, you know, he shouldn't be going there at all. Um, he should be speaking to fiscal responsibility. Is that the kind of advice that you would give him, Gabe? I, I think I think Doug Ford. Uh, it's it. There's no doubt that he is able to uh, is able to connect with people on certain kinds of issues, and that goes to his uh, his populist brand. So when when we work with with clients who are corporations, organizations, we say you know you have to um, not just uh, your brand isn't just what you say about yourself, but it's uh, it's what you do as a as a company. So yes, this this episode, this meeting with the developers and the the kinds of things you were saying was certainly off brand for uh, for for Doug Ford. And when those when you start to to do those things and they start to add up, it really takes uh, takes a hit out of um, out of what who the public perceives you to be. Okay, Gabe DeRoche, thank you so much for that. Thank you so much, Olivia. It's great to join you. Okay, bye bye. Bye bye.
Um, okay. Uh, so uh, basically, we are out of time. Uh, we had a pretty uh, volatile, explosive show today. So if uh, you did not get a chance to have your say on the air, remember, Free For All Friday is coming up. So please call back then. I'm sure these will still be hot topics by the end of the week. That's all the time we have for Fight Back for today. And we now break for traffic and news. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads. Idea City on the air and The Garden Show.